This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. We are back to normal, everybody. Good morning. Let's get our heads right on a Tuesday. It's October 25th. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He's our executive producer. Paulie, kudos for the uh, the montage you put together yesterday. You made some people laugh. You made some people cry, which is always the, uh, in my opinion, that's, that's great radio when you can make people feel emotion. And uh, whether it's good, bad. The one thing we don't want is indifference. You don't want somebody to listen to it and go, I don't know. <laughs> like You want people to love it, hate it, be sad, be happy, and you, you knocked it out of the park yesterday. Well, I don't need any credit. That was all uh, Jesse Agler and Tony Gwynn Jr. <laughs> and a little bit of Bob Scanlon. And a lot of the San Diego Padres and the, the fun that they had this it was season. Their story, we just put it together. That was really, really well done. All I gave Paulie Ben, was the, the song. I said, that's the song we should use. And uh, you take it from there, and he did. Knocked it out of the park. Got a lot of, lot of response to that yesterday. If you missed it, you can go back and listen to yesterday's Open. Uh, anywhere you can get podcasts, all right? Uh, ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning. That was uh, the verb you used, yes, correct? Sir, look yes, sir. you. My little guy over there learning. Bittersweet symphony. It's such a uh, good... It's such a good way to describe the, the game of baseball. It yeah? is. Bittersweet, or, you know, life in general. Everything's, things are good, things are bad, things are in the middle, you know. And uh, but it's good, man. It's good to be back in here and uh, kind of getting back into the normal swing of things. And I couldn't help but lament last night at about six thirty. Uh, I looked at my wife and I go, "We should be at a baseball game right now." 
She goes, I know. I don't want to talk about it. I go, yeah, I really don't either. And uh, on with our night we went. You kind of come up for air and you realize that uh, there's some people that life has gone on around you and they've moved on with the calendar. They haven't been as obsessed with baseball as you were the last month or so. Like I just noticed all the like Halloween decorations around my neighborhood. We have, our neighborhood really gets into it. Ours too. We're the... Uh, we're the non-participators for the most part when it comes to decorations, unfortunately. We but have pumpkins yeah, outside. I mean, we have pumpkins. That's it. I mean, are, we have neighbors that go all out with all the kitsch on the lawn. Um, one of them has this um, this doghouse that sits out by the street. And when you go by it, like a snarling like bulldog pops out. Our or my my younger dog is absolutely like both intrigued and terrified oh, yeah. by it. Like gets closer than backs away, gets closer than backs away. Doesn't a, know it's not a real dog. Can't understand the whole concept of Halloween. Obviously, so they have these giant spiders uh, down this path. We we've been doing a lot of family walks at night because uh, the kids love the Halloween decorations. Taylor just sitting there. Ooh, scary. Ooh, scary. The whole time. Bo loves it. And we went down this path. And I mean, giant fake spiders. So my, I didn't know. So I went up and I was going to try to prank my kids and like move one of the spiders closer to the little wagon. The thing started vibrating. It scared the ass out of me. And I, I was ah! <laughs> So sometimes you try to get somebody and you get got. We had uh, one uh, house had a couple of mannequins, female, oh my god, nude that's, mannequins that's splattered me. with blood that's... and like hanging from the trees, and they were just <laughs> they were completely nude. And then yesterday, I noticed as I was walking, someone had added some black tape over the the private parts of the mannequins. Perhaps the mannequins were too risque for the neighborhood in their full their full glory. So I mean what, they were they so, were anatomically so, shaped correctly. So you know what happened? Some nervous Nelly neighbor was like, uh I can see but there's nothing there. No, right? I mean just the so shape like, of no, nothing there. Right. It's, yeah. it's not like there's like no, it's not covering anything up right. other there's than there's no like any dangling like nippleless bosoms right, and, or like dangling participles <laughs> no, from yeah. between the legs no. or anything and which by the way would be too much. A nude with a full, yeah. like, that's, and, like, I don't, here's the funny thing. You can take the nipples off of a mannequin. You're like, oh, yeah. If there are nipples on it, you're like, hey, we got to cover that up. I think There's it was a shapely around. mannequin. It was well, well built. Obviously, they had, uh, they'd, you know, dieted and exercised when they were, before they became a mannequin. I don't know how that works. Please, but. somebody make mannequins of our show. Please. Uh, <laughs> There's one in our our neighborhood where it is a clearly it's a obviously it's a fake body, but it is still a shape in the shape of a body wrapped with um, garbage bags and then silver duct tape around the throat and the the feet. So it looks like it looks like the mafia whacks somebody out and they wrap somebody up. They're about to throw them in the bottom of a river. <laughs> I mean, they go they went crazy in our neighborhood. And I, I got to tell you, man, I know I was busting balls uh, last week about. Hey, look, you know, if the Padres are in the World Series, there's going to be a game on Halloween. I'm not going to be able to make it. I am so, so excited that I get to take my kids trick-or-treating. They, they're they beside themselves with it. And I'd like to do, actually, Monday will be Halloween. Let's do a special Ben and Woods. Let's, I mean, honestly, let's, I mean, we have, you know, look, this is the time of year we can get a little creative. We do the Christmas and holiday extravaganza. We're not going to do the full four hours, 
on Halloween, but let's spend a good solid couple hours, you know, talking uh, talking Halloween. I think every person in our audience can relate. Uh, and we'll have some fun with that. We'll do some movies and things like that that we like around Halloween. The, obviously, the Halloween candy is always a clutch uh, convo. But let's have some fun on Halloween next Monday so you can make sure to tune in for that or don't if you don't like fun. Uh, ben, th- ben brought me a, a, uh, a hanging bag. I yeah, I have to. I'm going to this wedding uh, now. I have to go. I've tried everything in my power to get out of it other than like slicing off a finger. And even then, I think Hannah would make me go. But I've tried to get out of this wedding, and I can't do it. So I have to now lug a suit down to Dallas, Texas, which is my hometown. And I couldn't care less about going back right now. I just We're only there for like 36 hours. Are you staying in a hotel or you're staying with mom and dad when you're there? My mom and dad live in East Texas now. Too far so they're, away. They're two hours away. Too far I will, away. I will not see my parents. They right. work in Dallas, but they live okay. far away. I won't. I probably won't see anyone. Hannah's going to be doing hair and makeup and all that stuff. She's a bridesmaid. I'll be sitting in a hotel room, just waiting for the wedding to start, then waiting for the wedding to end, and then waiting to get on a plane. But I, you could do a tour. You could like see the Kennedy. <laughs> done it. You know, done it all. Grew up there. School book depository. You know tour what I'm going to and... tour? Whataburger breakfast, <laughs> and then maybe some barbecue for lunch. Uh, but I, you know, other than that, but you brought me your hanging bag. And I just, it reminds me so much of my dad going on business trips when, when I was a kid. The folding, hanging bag that I'm going to have to lug uh, a suit in. So I do appreciate it. I didn't even have to remind you. You just brought it in for me this morning. You're welcome. Thank it's you. got my uh, monogrammed initials on the side. That, so. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it's on the one of the shoe. Um, the If you look at the two shoes, one of them says, oh, yeah. there it is. There it is. You the old graduation BSH. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Some, yeah. That's, well, I will. I'll treat her nice. I still had a. Uh, I still had a tag on it from the trip to cover the Chargers <laughs> in did. London in two thousand eight. I took it off the internet. The NFL International Series luggage tag. He did. That was still on there. What year? Two thousand eight. <laughs> Fifteen years ago, and it wasn't new in two thousand eight. That bag was. Definitely part of my repertoire for many years before that as well. That ba- how, how old is that bag? Is? 25 <laughs> years old. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah, it does. It looks great. I've, I don't do a ton of travel, no, so my I, luggage remains in fairly good shape. I got to... Uh... I gotta, I gotta put my. You mean uh, you don't do a ton of travel? You are on vacation every three weeks. Well, yeah, but I don't take that for like business travel. Uh, that I would need yeah, to take do, like suits and jackets and fancy clothes. Yeah, I don't really, have to take that very often. I gotta, I gotta do that. I'm gonna take the suit, the tie, the shoes, the whole thing. And at this point, you know, I just told, I told Hannah this morning. I go, you know, nothing, nothing against anybody. I just, I'm, I'm just over weddings. I'm, for, you know, 47 years old. I've been to my fair share of weddings, wedding weekends, destination weddings. I'm just, I'm over it. You go through phases in your life where it, it felt for a while I was like wedding, 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 wedding because all of your peers are kind of getting married. Um, you know, younger family members. I went through a period of years, and then they kind of, it gets quiet for a while. And you don't go to a lot of weddings now. The dynamics a little different now. I mean, we're not we're not old old, but it used to be people would get married mostly like in their twenties, like twenty five to thirty. I got what I got married at twenty seven. When did you get married? Thirty two. Thirty two. My, my first go around. But now Paul, you were nowadays twenty nine. Yeah, nowadays it seems like the average age is a little bit 
a little bit older for that, so it's kind of moving back a bit. It's not well, as unusual to wait a I, few more years. Just remember, my my twenties. It was it was every other weekend. Literally, yeah. oh, my yeah, yeah. 20s, 24 to twenty seven. I had a wedding like every other weekend. I was like, all right, go get drunk and do the speeches. But you know, you guys know the thing with the big wedding is you're going to get, they take the microphone, right? And hey, oh man, dude, oh God, it's so cool to be here. And oh man, remember we had so much fun, bro. Like this guy, this guy right here, everybody, give it up for him. (laughs) He is just the best, dude. It's awesome, man. Like I'm so happy for you guys. And then you get... When when he met her, she we knew she was the we one. Knew she was the, she one, was the one. And like he'd run through a lot, but like we knew this one. And then you get anybody else? Um, oh my god, I'm like so happy to be here. Um, I just like we've always been like best friends, and I'll never forget like college. We would like stay in sometimes and watch movies, and you just, just and you literally like, happened to a wedding I was at a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, you're the audience, and you're sitting there, you're like. No one cares, and nobody can hear I you. Was, no one can understand you. I was dying. It's the worst. The, the maid of honor came up. First of all, read everything word for word. Word for word, paper, yep. And it was like, I remember back in Miss So-and-So's fifth grade class <laughs> thinking that my friend was going to find her Prince Charming. I knew that when she met So-and-So that she had finally found him. And then the grooms, or the the... Uh, best man. Best man comes up and wow, was he overserved by about yeah. ten drinks at the time? And he's just like, all right, I only got like seven or eight stories to tell. Oh my god! And I'm like, oh my god, he's really going to do all. It would have been funny if you said that and then only had like one story. He actually had seven or eight or twelve it's stories. Hell. So that's that's the normal bad wedding. But now there's also the try too hard ones where like the the bridal party does a like a like a flash mob dance, or the rock down the aisle, or a rap about you know the the bride and the groom that is well or a rap about the baseball team in town. A little too well practiced and well choreographed and organized. Here's the bride; she was loose. <laughs> it's not very nice. I know. <laughs> Just. All right, let's welcome in the bridal party. Oh, I swear to God, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> That groomsman is crazy! Oh my god. I'm sick to my stomach already. Please, somebody hit me with their car so I don't have to go. Put me in traction. I'd rather be in traction than get on a plane and go to this wedding. Well, good news for you, the person who's getting married. She's, they're not into bits or anything <laughs> like that. So. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be pretty, very straightforward, nice and quick. <laughs> I love her to death. I do too. She's one of my favorite people. That but, being said, let's be honest. You can say, you can say who it, everyone's going to know who it is. Tabitha Lipkin. I love. You her remember her? But, she was. We used to be one of my competitors in town on television. There. I, all right. Let's make a bet right now. Oh, let's do a bet live on the air. Does anybody in this room think there won't be some sort of flash mob? Does anybody? My poor wife is going to be sitting in hair and makeup and get the text. Okay, just remember tonight. We're going to play the Black Eyed Peas. Bro, and it's going to be like a dance. murder mystery wedding. <laughs> <laughs> a murder mystery. You're going to have to go scuba I'll, diving. I'll be the murder. You're going to be scuba, scuba diving in the Gulf of Mexico. 
Uh, 100% somebody's going to skydive into this thing. So I, I'm, uh, it's just, I'll make sure to take copious notes and I'll run the whole thing down for you guys on, uh, uh, when I get back on Monday, but all right, let's take a uh, let's take a quick break. Whose selection is it? It's, it's mine. Uh, Woodsy selection. To we're gonna break. We're gonna bring the mood down with uh, songs for our daily ditty that have to do with pain, sadness, yeah, hurt, just missing our favorite baseball team. Too many laughs in the first segment. Oh, we gotta we gotta drop it down a little bit. We will talk to uh, Jesse Agler. Is that correct? It is Tuesday. It is sad Tuesday. But it is our last uh, time, at least for a while. I mean. We can, not going anyway. we can always talk to Jesse when we need to, but it won't be a regular Tuesday thing in the off season. We'll what am make I make him like our NFL insider on <laughs> Tuesday? We might, we might have to figure out a way to He's use like, Jesse. Uh, College basketball with Jesse Agler. Who used the, to call NFL? Yeah, games. he used to call more games, yeah, and then he realized he's got a family, and he already works a hundred and. I don't, 80, well, with I don't think he was part. I don't think he was full time like the play by play guy for the Padres at that time. So maybe he had a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. But now that he is, how many games did he work this year? I mean, 162 for the most part. He only missed maybe a series, 30 spring training games, 12 postseason games. I mean, he's over 200 games called yeah. just during baseball season alone, and he's got young kids at home. I'm sure that the family would like to have Jesse around. So uh, he'll join us at 835 on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet by New Roads. This hour of Ben and Woods brought to you by the Golf Mart. And we'll be back with the Daily Diddy and much more Ben and Woods right after our first check of traffic with Kelly Danik here on 97.3 The Fan. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thinking about in my head as the song plays. Getting all in your feelings. Yeah, remembering you running quiet in the rain when it was raining. I ran to your heart to be near. Uh, The Cure has an album coming out. They've been playing new songs live in concert. I've heard three of them. Three of the best Cure songs that have ever been written. Wow. And they're, you know, the band's... 50 years old. Like, they've been around for Not resting on their 80s laurels, aren't they? They sound so good. That's uh, They're going to be a traveler next year, meaning I will be traveling to see them at some point. Unless they come to, you know, Petco Park? No, there'll be no chance. No, no. one comes to San Diego anymore. Nobody. Every band I love is like, ah, good. Let's play L.A. three. Arctic Monkeys playing L.A. three nights in a row, not coming here once. Maybe we build a venue that's Maybe acceptable. you need to put in a word to, you know management over there at Petco Park. Can you make this happen for me? It is just next it's year. It's just incredible. Every band I love, it, other than Deftones, who are playing Petco at Dia de los Deftones in November, they're like, ah, we're good. Fine. We don't even need to come down. Maybe we build a nice, cool venue where they can come down and play. We have some cool venues. Do we? They're just not maybe the right size. Yeah. I love that shell out there. I love the shell. I still haven't been to a, a shell. Is very cool. Shell. Have um, you been to one? Yes, it's very cool out there. Um, it's not large. Like you can't sell forty thousand tickets. Right. Though is the problem. I want to go see a show at the shell. Say that ten times fast. Oh yeah, would be a tw- tongue twister. Uh, Jordan heels rule uh, tier one tweets in. I'm sorry for you all that the Padres are out, but man, it's great to have Benedict Woods foreplay back in full force. 
A lot of you may hate the off-season version of their show, but I absolutely love it. Thank you for that, Jordan. It's like a yeah, it's backhanded compliment. It's a compliment, but it's also like, hey, I know you guys, most of you guys hate them. I know I'm the only one that likes their show for five months out of the year. Poor but give it a shot, guys. Poor Jordan. He, he also yeah. tweets, that elephant noise the Stephen Woods does sometimes when he laughs. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Don't either. But hey, that's what you have to look this. forward to. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, it's a backhanded compliment. A little bit. I mean, we want you guys to stay. We want to be part of your mornings. It is what it is. I really don't care. I'm going to have fun regardless. You can you can stay. You can go. Whatever. I'm going to come in and have fun. Baseball season's fun. Off season's fun too. Yeah, we'll we'll talk some uh, some off season for sure. Uh, had Monday night football last night. A little surprise. All of the experts picked the Patriots to win before the game, but the Bears won rather handily, thirty three to fourteen. I believe was the final. Uh, the Patriots brought back Mac Jones. He had missed the last, I think, three games with an ankle sprain. Didn't last but, long. Yeah, first quarter didn't move the ball at all. So back came Bailey Zappi. Uh, who then led the team on two consecutive touchdown drives to take the lead. But after that, absolutely nothing. And I don't know if it's it's sad or people are, are reveling in it, but to see the Patriots and Bill Belichick at the bottom of the standings in the, in the AFC East, I mean, they're looking up at the Bills, of course, and they're looking up at the Jets, and they're looking up at the Dolphins. They're down in last place, and you wonder... I mean, was it all Tom Brady? I mean, it couldn't have been all Tom Brady. Well, obviously not. No, I mean, it was it was a lot of Tom Brady, and, and you know, they found something that worked well together for many, many years. Now, Tom Brady went out and won a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick really hasn't done much without Tom Brady. No, but now Tom Brady is having not a great season either. He's got a lot of personal things going on in his life as well. He's also older than dirt. The Tampa Bay Bucks offensive line is also it's not not good at all. Right. So. so I mean, it's hard for it's hard for an old quarterback that's not that's never been really mobile to have time to throw and he's got great receivers and and everything else, but yeah, it's um this is what it is, man. I I watched a little bit last night uh, of the game, and you know, it was actually a pretty entertaining game for a half. It was like seventeen fourteen, um, and it was like for a for a Monday night football game with two teams nobody really cares much about around these parts. It was a fairly interesting game. This kid Zappy uh, out of Western from? Western Kentucky, nice, uh, and you know, had led the Patriots to a couple of victories. Uh, he's on the sideline. A lot of cameras caught him. Seems to be fairly relaxed. He uh, leads a couple of touchdown drives, and then. Uh, Stacy's mom by Fountains of Wayne yeah. is playing over Gillette Stadium, and you just see him like lip syncing, singing along on the sidelines while he's on camera, uh, which is yeah, you know, Stacy's mom. I like this song. Do you like this song? No, you don't I like love this Fountains song. of Wayne. Uh, yeah, I, I love Fountains of Wayne. This is one of those that you know they call it Jumping the Shark, and it's like, man, I get it. You guys made a ton of money off this, but Fountains of Wayne's a really good band, and then you put this turd out, and it's like, man, damn it. And the music video? Yeah, music Not video bad. is a different story. See, yeah. now, as a, as a more normal person, I, I couldn't tell you any other songs other than this one. Radiation by vibe is incredible. Incredible. They're such a good band. And then you put put out this, like, Sprite commercial song, basically. You know? But Pe- I get, I, I peppy, get it. Peppy, memorable. I mean, what what is it you don't like ter- about this song? terrible. Sticky. Rachel Hunter. Rachel Hunter. Yes, Polly. Formerly married to the great Rod Stewart. Yeah. 
Well, I can tell you Bailey Zappi knows all the words. He was definitely yeah, Bailey into Zappi it. and Ben Higgins. <laughs> Damn it. Would you rather have? Would you rather have a super mega hit? You know the answer that you were kind of. You know the answer. Met on or a critically acclaimed hit, your song that no one really listened to. It didn't make you any money. No, 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 no. That's not the option. What? What are the The options? Option is to be a really good band that writes great songs but has a small loyal audience, or have one really corny, sticky. Hit where you're like, hey man, I made a million bucks off this. I I get that it would be a slog with every year in concert. People just play the one we <laughs> play like. the Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom. Yeah, it's uh, it would suck. But if it made me like you know a hundred million dollars, <laughs> I don't think I, like, it made them that much. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much, but it, like, so I, like, um, I pulled up their uh, their Spotify page. It's got to be their. Number I mean, they one. have a they have a few really good songs. They really do. And let me just tell you some of the streaming numbers here. Uh, currently, like. Hackensack, oh, great song. Hackensack is a, an amazing 6. song. 6.7 million streams. Radiation Vibe, 3.6 oh, million. Brilliant song. Uh, they have a song, Hey Julie. It's got 21.1 million wow. streams. Stacey's and then Stacy's Over Mom, 100. More. Over 200. More. Five, Over 500 million? million? 350 <laughs> million plus. Good Lord. Take us out with Hackensack, Polly. What an absolute jam that is by uh, Fountains of Wayne. This is great. Well, we have uh, found here at Ben and Woods, currently, the most annoying topic of the offseason. Already. Already. Oh, a day into the offseason. We are, we are one day in. It is the most annoying topic of the offseason. I'd like to discuss it and then never mention it again for the entire, until spring training, actually until opening day, because that's when we'll have our answer. Good, good luck with that. It's driving me bananas Good luck already. with that, Woods. Absolutely bananas. I'm sure many Pottery fans out there know exactly what I'm talking about. All right, that's coming up next. It's Ben and Woods. Don't go anywhere. San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. And if you ever get back to Hackensack, I'll be here for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You know what? I, I, I appreciate, I can see why you like this band. This is the, I think this one and Dance the Night Away by Van Halen. If I'm in the worst mood of my life, you put one of those two songs on and I'm instantly in a good mood. Didn't uh, didn't the Fountains of Wayne, one of them died of yeah. COVID, right? Yeah. yeah we did sad. it. Uh, we did a little tribute. I think we were in the Corona cave yeah. at the time. Yeah. Shout out to his family. <laughs> This hour, 97.3 The Fan, brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. <laughs> a booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you are eligible. What timing? Don't end up. No, no. No, this no. Was, that, that was before they no. had vaccine, vaccines. That, unfortunately, what timing? I what? I did not intend. <laughs> I God. I did not plan for that. That just kind of coincidentally happened. I don't think it was COVID either. All right, it is. Um, it oh, is as Lord. Woodsy says. He feels it like. It, I think it's going to be an annoying topic. Oh, I it's already quite, there. I haven't dude. quite gotten there yet, but you have. Like you haven't quite gotten there in that. You haven't seen a lot of it, or I've you're seen, not annoyed I've seen with some it? of it. I'm not annoyed with it quite yet, but I will be. I've been annoyed with it for six months. I know. I, I understand. We'll tell you what we're talking about, Padres they know. fans. You know what we're talking about. Right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. The question to which Woods is referring, as may, many of you have already gleaned, is... What position... Will Fernando uh, Tatis Jr. play uh, when he returns to the Padres uh, in mid to late April next uh, season? I feel like Lee Harvey Oswald and Jack Ruby just got me. Does he go back to shortstop where you bump your gold uh, glove finalist, Tasung Kim? Uh, I'm a patsy. Does he go to the outfield? Is there another option for Fernando Tatis Jr.? I've I already. Have, I, I have seen. We have seen. I have seen every position on the diamond other than catcher. And I believe somebody made the catcher joke yesterday because it would be nice to have a catcher that could pipe guys out at second base, and we know he's got the arm for it. 
Um, I have seen him. I've seen them all. I've seen. I've seen. He needs to earn his way back onto the field by being a utility player. I've seen that. I've seen first. I've seen second. I've seen short. I've seen third. I've seen left. I've seen center, and I've seen right. The only thing I haven't seen really is pitch. Like our own very own Shohei Otani. Now I will say this. Would be fun as hell in a blowout, one, except you can't do it with him because he has been oft injured. Would be fun as hell to see what Fernando could do on the mound. He he throw low low nineties easily, like just with no effort. I guess I guess where I'm I'm saying that I can't be as annoyed with it as you are yet. It is a question that will need to be answered. It's a legitimate, important determination for the San Diego Padres to make at some point as to where they're going to play him. I will I will throw out that idea because I saw the idea of a utility guy and, and the argument was, oh, he'll still play virtually every day, but he'll just rest guys around the diamond and just move around to different positions. In no world would a baseball team take their most immensely raw, talented player and not set them up for the most success possible. And while, yes, I know there are players who do occasionally move positions around the diamond. The Dodgers have done it with guys. Sure. Mookie Betts moved a little bit from yeah. time to time. Really, the best way to you know ensure a guy is going to have success or give him the best opportunity to be successful is to get him comfortable in a spot where he can work on the same position over and over again. Uh, the more positions you put a guy in, you feel like you're increasing the injury risk by you know, different movements, different motions all the time where you're not getting comfortable somewhere. So I didn't like the idea of super utility Fernando Tatis Jr. So I'm throwing that one out the window. Okay, I don't I don't necessarily like that one either. Uh, I Look, here are your options. As far as I'm concerned, you have three options, right? You've got shortstop where he is comfortable, where he's come up. I know he's made some errors, I think. Some of those are on Hosmer. I think some of those are on him. I think some of them are. Um, we heard Mike Clevenger yesterday uh, in his post game when he was talking to Scan talk about some bad habits that he created when he was hurt. And I think Fernando Tatis Jr. probably had some of those as well. Now, I don't think anybody knows what the health of this kid's going to be when he comes back. And, and again, he's eligible to come back to the big league club and play in a big league game on 420, April 20th, Ben. Uh, National. Marijuana Day. It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, against the Diamondbacks, I do believe, in Arizona. First game of a road trip. First game of a road trip, which will be really cool. That ends in Mexico City. Yeah. Uh, so wait. Yeah, that road trip. They Two go series, from Arizona, and, then they, and, then, and then they go somewhere, somewhere else, in the Midwest, Chicago maybe, and, and then they go down to Mexico, to Mexico City, City. Which will be amazing. Ben and Woods will be there. I'm manifesting that. Um, so... We don't know what his health is going to be like. We don't know what the best fit's going to be. I, I don't think it's even. I don't think it's something that you can discuss until you know how healthy he's going to be. And and I, I'd say if he's not at a hundred percent for him, I think outfield may be the best spot for him. If he is at, hey man, I feel one hundred percent. My wrist feels good. My shoulder feels great. I'm back. I'm back. I'm I'm the bionic man now. I feel good. I think he's your shortstop. I really do. But if you feel like, hey, we need to take a season where we're at least protecting him from too many dives on the infield, left and right, shortstop is the position, short and second, where you're going to do the most diving to your left and your right. Sure. Uh, Not that you never dive in the outfield, but 
you may go three or four days without you know a diving play in the outfield. That's never going to happen at shortstop. You're always throwing your body around. So yeah, if if that's a consideration, sure. I think the other thing that makes this a annoying topic right now is that those the construction of the roster will also somewhat dictate Absolutely. you know where you can best deploy Fernando Tatis Jr. If Trent Grisham is is still on the team and you know maybe figures out uh, how to consistently produce offensively Trent Grisham is always going to be the best option out there in center field defensively. That's if it. Trent Grisham is not on the team anymore, though, you're probably pretty desperate for a guy like Fernando Tatis Jr. to play the outfield. Well, and it, it also it's so dependent on what happens in the offseason. We were texting a little bit last night on the show thread. Hey, when do when do we know about opt ins and opt outs? After the World Series, typically, is what what you guys told me. You need to wait for the like. When's the start of the new league year? Isn't I think it sometime it's, in November? I think it's usually five days or something after yeah. the conclusion of the World Series. All right, so that would be roughly mid-November. And, and really, well, I think, you know, I'm sure that players with contract options are already deep into discussions with their agents oh, yeah. and maybe have already made up their mind. Sure, I'm it staying, I'm going. It doesn't really behoove you to tip your hand early because, heck, you, know, the team, you may say, I think I'm going to opt in. Don't tell anyone, though, because the team may say, hey, you know what? We know you've got an option. Why don't we do this in your contract to sweeten it up before that date? Yeah, yeah. So you've got leverage right now. You don't give up that leverage until you have to. So you don't you don't make that decision official until you have to at the last minute. So we probably won't hear, at least uh, other than unofficially, what players are doing until you know, five days after the World Series. So it's interesting, man. You've got Jerkson Profar, who is... And again, it, there's so many moving pieces, it just doesn't make sense to settle in on a position for him right away. You know, I think, Ben, uh, six months ago or so, we, we talked about this midseason, and, and my, my kind of thought then, and I think it's changed, actually. My thought, it's trending right now, by the way, Tatis. Um, <laughs> no kidding, on Twitter, it's trending, Tatis. That's how much people are talking about this already because he is such a valuable part of this franchise and this organization and this fan base and this team and the lineup and everything else. I just feel like six months ago I thought, hey, man, Tom Brady breaks his leg or you know hurts his hand and the backup quarterback wins two games. Guess what? Tom Brady's coming back and he's going to be your starting quarterback. So that's kind of how I felt. Now, I don't know, man. I feel like it's it's a little different. You know, we had the extra surgery to kind of clean up that wrist, put the bigger screw in, or take the little screws out, or whatever it was. But if Profar decides to opt out, okay, well, now you've got a hole in left field that you could slide, put Fernando in. You could put Grisham there. You could put Soto there. You know, there's a, you have to see kind of how it shakes out. It, it's pretty futile at this point to really debate it. Now, Hassan Kim has been incredible. He's a he's a gold glove finalist. Do you want to move a gold glove finalist off of shortstop? I think for Fernando Tatis Jr., you would if he's healthy. I do. Now, do you slide him over to second where Jake Cronenworth, also a gold glove finalist, has been phenomenal? Do you want Jake Cronenworth to be your everyday first baseman? You know, that's another question. Are you going to resign Brandon Drury, who can play first in DH? I'm seeing a lot of, hey, just put him at DH. Well, what about what about Brandon Drury? What, that's going to make our lineup better to have Drury and Tatis in it. Well, that's what I'm talking about. The dominoes are not set up yet. They're so, not even close so to set up. So we can't know how they're going to fall until we know which dominoes they actually have 
on the field. So, Tatis to DH makes no sense to me. No, he's because your, if he's, he's healthy enough to play, he needs to be in the field. He's one of your most. He's, he's so the most dynamic. dynamic. Yeah. So he, yeah, and and well, yes, it. He as a young player made some mistakes out there. I don't think anyone is denying that he has the potential. And remember, he's still very young to be not only a good but an outstanding defensive player, like a generational defensive player. You can't take that opportunity away from him at this age and say, well, we, we're just not going to play in the field because we have other options out there. You'd be, I, I think you'd be, that would be malpractice as a baseball team not to have him out there, probably in a critical position like shortstop. Right. And I think, you know, the one thing you could say, like, Hassan Kim. I, don't you guys feel like the transition for him over to second would be almost flawless? I mean, he, look, the eye test. He played there he uh, played you know, last there. season sure. in 2021 Absolutely. quite a bit. I fe- and I feel like Jake is going to be good wherever you put him. Um, I just, I don't know, man. I, I For me, if he's healthy, I feel like he's my shortstop. Now, you know, uh, our boy Adio Royster from Philly just tweeted in, better question, where does he hit in the lineup? I think he's my leadoff hitter. I think he's my one. Now, I just, yeah, I just yeah. He's my leadoff. I hitter. think Come he's on. my leadoff hitter too. I, I don't even really think about it. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's. It's Tatis, Soto, and Manny Machado is your top three. Yep. It's about as dirty as it gets. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying copy the Dodgers, but, but that dynamic of put your best three at the top three, starting with your dynamic, fast, you know, MVP type guy, could hit forty bombs. Yeah, you know, starts off with a bomb or gets on base. Works yeah, yeah, yeah. fairly well to win one hundred and eleven games sure. this year. I can see the Padres executing a very similar dynamic so, for their big three at the top. I'm not necessarily annoyed at the topic because it is an interesting topic, but it is futile to talk about it now because we don't know what holes there are to fill. Now, is he the incumbent though? Does he automatically? Is he automatically well, part of it is kind of weird because at least for the first you know three weeks of the season you're going to still need Hassan Kim exactly at shortstop. Right. That's exactly so you exactly can't just right. say all right Hassan you can study it's second base for you all spring training and you're going to start the season at second base. He's not. He's going to have to start for the first probably three weeks at shortstop, which adds you know another level a layer to this dynamic of when Fernando Tatis Jr. returns. Um, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of Soto should just move to DH full-time, too. Now, I- I'm going to say this. Juan Soto had given us all some heart attacks out in right field. Juan Soto also made some really, really nice plays in a new right field with a new team. He is also 23 years old. Is that Tony right? Tony Gwynn was not a good defensive player at age 22, 23, and, yeah. and turned himself into a multi-gold glove winner. No question. You kind of want to give Juan Soto that opportunity as well. I, I, I absolutely do. Again, you're talking about really, really young guys, man. This isn't something where you look at and go, no, it's set in stone. This is as good as they're going to get. Uh, depending on the work that they want to put in to improve, then I, I think you know Soto's my right fielder. It, it would be, hey, man, if Tati said, you know what? I want to play. I want to play as many games as, as possible. And I feel like, he said this before, I feel like the best place for me is in the outfield. Guess what? Have fun in center field. We'll find a spot for Trent Grisham on the bench, you know, defensive replacement sometime, or in left field if Pro Far Ops out. That's what, do you, it. what do you think? 833-288-0973. Give us a call. We'll also play some Take on Woods coming up to kick off our second hour. And don't forget, you can always catch up on anything you missed on our show the Coaches Show, Gwen and Chris podcast right now on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back with more on this and Take on Woods next 
on 97.3 The Fan. Don't go anywhere. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 